What it's Scooby Dooby Doo. Welcome back to another installment, my little truffle hunters. On today's episode, I am going to be covering Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg's. I don't know how the the title of the movie goes. The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie subtitled Mutant Mayhem. Now. I'm not going to lie to you guys, because I tried to be the host with the most truthful words coming out of his mouth. There's no contortioning, contortioning going on here. I had zero interest in watching another attempt at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a child of the 90s, so you don't even have to fucking ask me who my Ninja Turtles are bunch of half animatronic freak looking motherfuckers but they were doing their dizzle they did even tmnt number four i fucks with it might have been bad it's like the it's like superman the quest for peace bad but i still fucks with it because that's all we had you you, you motherfuckers nowadays they got everything you don't understand the hustling the grinding the sacrifices you know how to, to quote Norman Osborn from the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. You know how much I sacrificed? God, don't even get me started on fucking Venus, the fucking fifth Ninja Turtle that fucking was supposed to be related to them, and Leonardo definitely wanted to bang her. Like, don't even get me started on that. Let's just not... But... Yes, saying all that, I had no intention of watching Mutant Mayhem. I was going to let it come out on uh, on on streaming, and then I was just going to bit torn it, to be honest with you. I was going to put on my old hat and get to pirating, matey. That's terrible. I really need to stop with this accent shit. I just don't have it. I'm a funny guy. I'm a good-looking guy. But the accents guy, that's not me. This is not me. I need to be me. I need to be authentic and trying to pull off accents. It's just not authentic, governor. My God, I need to stop. I need to stop. Sorry to pirates and sorry to British people for butchering your 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 accents. I, I do apologize. But anyways, yes, I had no intention of seeing Mutant Mayhem. But the great thing about being Regal Unlimited, being Regal Unlimited, the great thing about having Regal Unlimited is that, you know, you just pop in, pop out. It's really your 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 leisure, what you want to see. And there was, you know, a little lull in, in a couple of weeks. And so I'm like, all right, well, you know what? What am I losing? I'm not losing shit. I pretty much already paid for this movie. It would be on me. Let's go have a little fun. You know, I like Heroes in a Half Shell. Who doesn't besides somebody named Shredder? But we're not going to talk about that bastard. Um... The big thing that made me not want to go see this fucking film is the fact that the art style was being applauded as, oh, it's like Spider-Verse. After seeing this film, I can happily report to you. Hold on a second. I got a text message coming through. Sorry. Hold on a second, everybody. Okay, sorry about that. I can happily report to you that this, the art style, or animation art style that they chose for the Spider-Verse flicks versus the art style, animation style they chose 
for Mutant Mayhem, completely fucking different. Um, if you were to ask me, well, why, why, well, Jensen, the beautiful and majestic motherfucking Dean Jackson, why, why, oh, why, and how are they different? Well, <laughs> person who acknowledges how beautiful and fan-fucking-tastic I am, let me answer that question for you. The Spider-Verse films are like a comic book that has come to motherfucking life, whereas the Mutant Mayhem art style is... Fucking, it's a pop sizzle between 2D and 3D. It's the incestuous baby of 2D and 3D relations, which is like people like, yo, man, you throwing the word incest around the children's film. Like, yo, buddy, this might have been artistically driven towards children, but there was nothing childlike about a lot of this film. Um, so yeah, I was I was glad that I could, you know, when I did this podcast, I can report that to you, that don't believe the fucking bullshit hype that idiots are saying about, oh, Mutant Mayhem is just like uh, Spider-Verse films. It's not. They're two different, completely different art styles. If you can't tell that, then you're fucking stupid. Um, this film... I realized, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about a property that's called Teenage. The, the first word in this franchise property, IP, whatever you want to call it, is Teenage. Now, I think, you know, me and my siblings and a lot of people that went and saw the OG, OG, OG TMNT film, you, know, you kind of just, you know, you may believe. They're, they're teenagers and shit like that. You know, all four of those films, plus the TV series that ran on Fox Kids for like three, two or three seasons. And then we had a little lull. Then you had a, you had the Nickelodeon shit. And then, you know, we got the two horrendous Michael Bay films. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. And I'm like, man, these niggas look like grown fucking men. Like, what the fuck? First word is teenage, you know? Mutant Ninja Turtles come, come, you know, second to the fact that they should behave like teenagers. And they didn't for the first time. But in this film, it's the first time to me that the ninjas actually feel like teens. It's the most refreshing, uh, it's, it's very refreshing casting teens in lead roles makes it straight magic. I love the way, I, I fucking love, I'm in love with the way that the four leads play off of each other. It's very authentic. The way that they talk to each other in this film is very authentic to the way that you would hear, especially teen boys, talking to each other. Joking around, you know, doing all that shit. You know, teenager shit. Shit that adults cannot um, replicate because we're adults. We lost the magic when we turned 18, and some of us never had the magic to begin with, Linda. I just found it, I found it refreshing as fuck. I thought, like, this is, you know, even if the movie had a plot that was like, and it just wasn't working, it still would have hit the magic hour for me, just based off the fact that they cast real teenagers and their chemistry is it's just it's superb it's superfly pun intended and speaking of superfly 
his fucking villain entrance is the coolest entrance that a bad guy has ever made that I've had the grace of seeing. Uh, I think that if you had, if you were just, you know, your average Joe Blow or Josie Blow going into the cinema to catch this film, you wouldn't know that it was Ice Cube doing the voice acting unless someone told you. That's how much he puts himself into the role. I found it to be very, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure just like the rest of uh, cinema goers of watching Ice Cube, you know, from his first role in John Singleton's Boys in the Hood all the way to Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've had the pleasure of watching this nigga grow in his acting skills. We all know he's got mad rapper skills, got mad writing skills and shit, but I've had the pleasure pleasure of watching the nigga grow in acting, and I think this, to date, this is his finest role. This is his best role. Um, besides John Singleton's Boys in the Hood, uh, Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is, in my opinion, in my book, is going to go down as Ice Cube's best role. Uh, another thing that really piqued my fucking interest is the soundtrack, you know, while being full of songs that kids should not have any knowledge of. And granted, you know, I'm still, my brain's still in the age of innocence of the, the, the late 90s, early 2000s, preserving a child's innocence, and that uh, stretches to everything, including music. Kids are very, very much just living, breathing, blinking, yawning, shitting, pissing sponges. They absorb everything within their radius. 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 And I just, you know, I, I, I think it was a smart move because the parents are going to have to be dragged along to watching this film. Because a fucking seven-year-old's not going to be, One ticket for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, please. Extra butter on my popcorn. Like, that's not happening. So they'll be like, where's your fucking parents? Where are your masters? Um, but, I, you know, it, 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 it works. The soundtrack works. It, it it fucking it plays like it absolutely one thousand bajillion cotillion percent plays. Um, I can't believe he's got so many lines, right? Superfly the villain's got so many lines. Um, one of them, like if like I, again, children wouldn't know what the fuck they were hearing because they've never heard the you know ice. Ice Cube, like the raw, raw Ice Cube before he went, you know, mainstream in Hollywood and started doing stupid movies like Are We There Yet or Are We There Yet Too? You know, um, one of the lines that made me go like, what the fuck said, uh, Superfly bust through a door six in the morning, uh, six in the morning police at my door as he breaks the fucking uh, door to the van and I just, shit like that is fan servicey. I think, well, I wouldn't call it fan service to, to hear a character that Ice Cube is uh, voicing, quoting lyrics from his fucking musical works. I just, for someone, I, I, it was just fucking cool. I don't need to defend why I liked it. We all like different things. Everything is subjective from one person to the next. I don't need to fucking explain myself or over-explain myself. The, the, uh, speaking again of songs, uh, the most high praise I can give to this film is about the implementation of songs. And they implement 
the song um, What's Going On to great effect. You know, as I previously said, the soundtrack is superb. It's definitely the, uh, it, it definitely has subtle flavors or hints of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy effect, and it's working. And when I say that, I know you're probably listening. You're like, Jensen, the beautiful, majestic motherfucking Dean Jackson, what do you mean by the Guardians of the Galaxy effect? Well, other random person who acknowledges how beautiful, splendid, talented, and just a fucking peach I am, let me explain to you what I mean by that. The Guardians of the Galaxy effect took place after the first one came out, and you know, you, you know, you, in the trailer you have, wow, hooked on a feeling. You know, I'm not going to sing it because I suck at singing. But as soon as that shit came out, and, they, and, and James Gunn really fucked with Hollywood, it's the same thing that happened when Christopher Nolan released The Dark Knight. And then everybody thought, more gritty, more darker, Bane. <laughs> it had that vibe where it's like, you know, Spider-Man shouldn't be like Batman. Um, the Suicide Squad doesn't need to be like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy effect where soundtracked, soundtracked is having a lot more of an effect on the film than it usually would. And that is very much in thanks to Guardians of the Galaxy because you weren't having shit like that going on before GOTG Volume 1 hit cinemas and changed shit kind of kind of changed shit but when it you know when it did its dizzle um ice cube like i said before i really feel like he is the vip of this this film um his voice acting there's so many good lines towards the end of the film he has a line that says new york new york i'm here baby you thought it was gonna be godzilla nah fool <laughs> That is fucking comedy. I don't want to, you know, ruin. I know the film has been out for a minute, but there's bound to be people who haven't seen it. So I don't want to ruin exactly why he says that, but it's very much, it works. The reason why he's talking shit like that, it's, you'll understand once you see the film. Um, I thought it was great. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that didn't really click for me, and it's not to be someone who's like, oh, I'm stuck in my ways or not my April O'Neil, but. Why they had to make her so random looking? I get that she's a teenager. It's cool. Okay, you're changing mythology and all that shit. I understand that. Why you had to make her look so fucking average? Like, we talking my girl April O'Neil. I don't give a fuck that you made her a different ethnicity. That ain't got nothing to do with it, but why you make the bitch so dumpy looking? Like, just so, like, like a nobody. And I, I, I kind of assume the reason they did that is to, to prove that anybody should be able to do anything, even though, you know, that, that, that is the message. It's not exactly uh, 100% true, but it's understand. But at the same time, like, why you make her look so dumpy, man? Like, April O'Neil, cartoon character, be that as she is, still, you know, for fictional female characters, Definitely in like my top twenty crushes growing up as a kid. Which yes, I know that's some weirdo cornball shit to say, but I'm I like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I'm always going to provide you guys with the truth. I'm not going to give you some manicured, curated, edited bullshit like everybody else on the internet with their pictures and shit, airbrushing the fuck out of their face till they go from looking like Ronald McDonald 
to looking like fucking Beyonce. I ain't that nigga. I'm going to give you the straight up ugly, unpolished, unvarnished truth. And that's it, April O'Neil, in the top 20 fictional character crushes of my childhood. Um, you know, everything else that I've said aside, it's clear to me. I was real iffy, like, no, I'm not really down. Like, I don't see, you know, Seth Rogen's, you know, brand of humor seems to very much be farts and shitting and, and smoking weed. And I just didn't see... You know, how that, even when I see the trailer, I'm just like, I can't fuck with him because it's Seth Rogen. You know, like, I feel like I'm kind of over that dude. Like, uh, he's just annoying. He's a very annoying person. His personality is annoying. It's just, you don't do people who smoke weed any fucking favors. It's kind of, you know, a miscarriage of justice in terms of representing stoners. I just, I don't, you know, amongst other things, I find him to be a very fake fucking human being. But then again, He's an actor in Hollyweird. So, of course, you gotta be fake, you know, like a motherfucking snake. Two-bit ass motherfucker. But, over the course of the hour and some odd minutes of watching this film, it struck me that, holy fuck, you know, be all that shit as I said it may be, Seth Rogen clearly, clearly loves... <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and thus, by loving them so, has created a stellar film. I gotta give the motherfucker his due. You know, like I said earlier, there's been a lot of people, a lot of people, even the trailer is the fucking movie guy, just like the Spider-Verse. If you love the Spider-Verse and across the Spider-Verse, then you're gonna love Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant mayhem. Movie guy was a lying motherfucker. And again, I, I proved it. Once again, I cannot do accents and I cannot do the movie guy's voice. But I tried it anyway. Love to have an ice cream sundae. Well, not today, Elizabeth. But like I said, there's a lot of people saying, even the movie guy, saying that uh, it's like the Spider-Verse. And like I said earlier, I'm here to tell you that's fucking false, man. It, it stands as its own fucking thing. And <laughs> this is probably like the fourth or fifth time I've done this shit because I'm, I, like I told you, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking lie for you guys. You know, once in a while I do get, I do get passes to go see shit. Like I got sent passes for a, uh, um, the, the new, the boys Gen V shit. I got, you know, they're going to do the first two episodes in in theaters, and so I got sent some passes for that. I don't know nobody, so I'm going on my own. I prefer solo dolo style anyways. Um, but I, I'm not beholden to kissing any studio's ass or none of that shit. So when I tell you exactly what I'm saying, the words coming out of my mouth are fucking true. Um, there's there's no reason for me to lie and and misrepresent shit just to get views or listens or just to get people's butts in seats. Like, I'm not, you know, it's not a distortion or manipulation of the truth. My feelings on this are my feelings. Now am I wrong for trying to tell someone just how I feel? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now am I wrong? Fucking random-ass song. It's just how I feel. Can I keep it real? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now am I wrong? Okay, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> this film is fucking perfect. And it gets four fucking thumbs up for me. You know, on a scale of one to four thumbs, and you know, I don't rate a lot, and I usually have reasons, but I have no reason not to give this film four fucking thumbs up. In my opinion, it's fucking flawless. It's motherfucking flawless. And you'll be a motherfucking fool if you don't go see this motherfucking jam. You know what I'm saying? Be an idiot or be a smart guy. An idiot would skip this film like I almost did because sometimes I do dumb shit. I'm not afraid to admit it. Sometimes I do really fucking dumb shit like not wearing a condom when I sleep with women that I met at a bar. But that's over because I don't drink no more. But you could do that. You could be like me. You could be a fucking idiot. Or you could be a smart guy and go check out Mutant Mayhem. Still in theaters, but I believe the way that the world is flipped upside down, that it's also on VOD. So go check it out, man. Jesus Christ. I am sounding so like I just blah, 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 got mush mouth. Go check it out, man. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Shimona. Thank you a thousand times for listening. And people, 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 listen to me now. I know there's people walking in the streets now. And these people, uh, e -e oh, oh, these people. <laughs> I had too much Mountain Dew. I'm sorry. Um, people, baby, 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 I just like to sing, but I suck at it. Be nice to yourselves, or let me rewind that. Be nice to each other, and even more, be nice to yourselves. There's only one you. No matter how much those Samanthas or Rebeccas or Angelinas try to copy you on the gram, there's only one you, boo. Love yourself. I'm working on loving myself more and more every day. It's hard, but it's going to be worth it, I think. Right before I die, I'll finally figure it out and be like, by God, I figured it out. I fucking love myself. But love yourselves, right? Be kind to each other. Um. And, you know, just, you know, the message I would preach is, uh, thank you from the bottom of my fucking black-tinged heart. Thank you, thank you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Thank you for everybody who's been here from fucking day one. My day ones, put your ones in the fucking air. I know you're listening to me. For my fucking day ones, put those fucking ones in the air. I, I without you guys... I probably would have gave up a long time ago. Like, no one, you know, actually I wouldn't because I'm not like most people nowadays who need validation from the likes and listens of strangers. I'm doing this shit whether I have 150 listeners like I got or whether I have one fucking listener like when I started out. I'd still be doing this shit because it makes me happy. And that's, I guess, my message I'm trying to preach to you guys. Get out there in the fucking world and find what makes you happy. It doesn't have to be another person. Don't look for validation and joy in other people. Look for it in your fucking self and realize that, hey, you're a superstar, even if you don't know it. So get on stage, 
rock that motherfucking mic and be the beautiful fucking bitch that I know you motherfucking are. You know why? Because, hey, superstar, there's a rain cloud above my heart, and it's only because of you. Jensen needs to stop singing. <laughs> All right. And with that, mwah, and good 